What is up, Andrew, and what is up, world? Welcome back to episode 11 of Let's Get Bias. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, dude. Uh, it's getting a little hotter out, which, uh, you know, I complain enough about the cold, so I guess I shouldn't be complaining about the heat. But, uh, it's, you know, Ford weather. I'm doing fine. How you doing, bro? Um, I'm good. I, I just want to let you guys know this episode of Let's Get Bias is sponsored by Dogecoin. Um, make sure you go out and buy it. We're going to the moon. Me and Andrew are sitting in the rocket ship, ready to go. Um, liftoff is coming soon, so go buy your Dogecoin now. Use code BRAD to get 20% off all your Dogecoin pur- purchases. <laughs> You know, your name's not a code, bro. No, there's no code to buy stocks. <laughs> Holy cow. I own Doge. Okay. Gosh. Oh, my God. The name of the rocket ship after, uh, rocket ship after Brad, bro. Jesus. All right. Let's get right. into Let's it. Oh, my the God. Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Super Bowl champions. Against all odds, Tom Brady does it again at 43 years old, seven-time champion. It's quite unbelievable what he's been able to do. Yeah, he's pretty incredible, and there's no doubt he's the GOAT. Now, you know, I always used to push for Drew Brees. Maybe that was a little biased because of his statistics yeah. and the way he just shreds teams. He's got like five 5,000-yard seasons. But clearly, Brady just is on just another level yeah, of being able Brady's to not only correct. play well, but to, to bring that team up to a level yeah. that no one could even compete with. It was incredible. They they look so damn good against the Chiefs. Oh my god! Yeah, goodness. I mean they, they dominated the Chiefs. Their defense dominated the Chiefs. Devin White, honestly, we talked about him last week. He should have been MVP of that game. I mean, he was all over the place. Yeah, he was everywhere. He led the team in tackles too. I think he had like eight or nine. He was swarming. He had that interception at the end yep. too. He is as a uh, I forget who said it. Um, oh yeah, Fournette. He said he's country strong. That yeah. dude is so. So strong, so quick, so fast. He's just, he's just a problem. Like we said last week, he's a future Hall of Famer already. He's a yeah. perfect middle linebacker. Perfect he is. Corner. He is a. He is Ray Lewis mixed with. Uh, I don't even know other great middle linebackers, but he. <laughs> I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. He will be one of the best to ever. Do it. I mean, the dude can't be stopped. Devin White. Shout out to you, man. Um, they they the Bucks were just able to literally kill Mahomes. I saw a stat. He ran. If you count like all the yards he was running in the pocket and like running around the field, he ran for 498 yards, and that was the most by quarterback all season. So he was get the the D line of the Bucks were getting pressure to him. They got Vita Vey back um, up the middle to help with Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul on the outside with Nodamik and Sue. I mean, mm. the O line for the Chiefs just had no answer. No, they did not. And yeah, that stat is pretty incredible. That was before he either got sacked or threw the ball away. Yeah, that is so much running, and that he could he couldn't even find someone. Open. None of his receivers could get open in time before the the pass rush got to him. I mean, just no time. It sometimes it even seemed like he had no line, and he was just it looked like Josh Allen running twenty yards backwards. Of course, he doesn't yeah. make the dumb play and take the sack like Josh, but he was just scrambling, throwing things up. He had some nice throws that actually could have been caught, could have been some touchdowns, yeah. but. The Bucks were clearly the better team, so I'm not even going to trip off those right now. Exactly. And if you look at it, people want to talk about the refs' calls and stuff. Yeah, there's some calls that could have gone the other way. But the Bucks were winning that game whether all the calls went to the Chiefs or not. And the Chiefs, their biggest downfall, the Bucks were playing good defense on them and everything, but they were just dropping touchdowns, dropping balls like Travis Kelsey on the big first down drop or the fumble. I mean, it was just like, what, like, what are these guys doing? Patrick Mahomes is out here making plays, putting it right on the money, and you're just missing these opportunities. You yeah, won't win a, games that way. That's a great point, actually. It seems like their preparation, they didn't take them as seriously as they should have. It seemed like even the defense, you know, it just Brady just looks so like he just knew exactly what he was doing in every play. 
and the defense, the Chiefs defense even looked confused, you know, putting their arms up like, why is this guy open? Why does Gronk have five, two touchdowns in the first half? Freaking old ass Gronk, dude. That's crazy. I mean, he just, he picked him apart. The whole team looked lost. It was insane. Yeah. They just had him figured I mean, out. Tyron Matthew, um, let's yeah. give him the idiot of the year award for going at Tom Brady. I mean, a guy like Tom Brady, you don't, that's like going to Michael Jordan and talking shit to him. Like, that's just going to light a fire in them. And like mm-hmm. we saw Brady Mouth, he's like, I'm coming after you now. Like, that's not something you want. You don't want Tom Brady oh. coming after you. No. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna be embarrassed all night. You're gonna yeah. be the liability of the team if he's coming after you like that. Exactly. And then the next play, he got cooked by a 33-year-old Antonio Brown on a quick slant. He had no answer for it, and it was unbelievable. And Brady ran to his face. If you have Tom Brady running up to your face, you're done. You might as well leave the stadium. Game over. Yeah, bro, bro, take your helmet off. Ride some pine and just wait yeah. for the clock to run out. <laughs> it's, it's over. It's game over. Oh my gosh! And speaking of some more trash talk, probably the greatest like pl- the play of the game I thought when Antonio Winfield Jr. on after a fourth down stop went up to Tyree Kill and gave him the peace sign to oh, his yeah. face. A rookie. A rookie. <laughs> the play of the game right there. I mean that was that was incredible. He just oh my god the disrespect there was incredible. And yeah. I honestly I thought it was kind of awesome like that is because. I mean, he did uh, – What's Hill burned him that first game. Oh, He hit him with the peace sign, hit him with the backflip, too, in the end zone. He didn't forget. <laughs> so he got you him can't back. forget. No, can't you can't forget. forget. If you want to be great as a corner, you cannot forget. Yeah, so that was justice. I was happy to see that. And and you know what? I see the stat um, about, like, Tampa was the first team with four 30-point games in a postseason, and he beat three Super Bowl MVP quarterbacks in the postseason, Mahomes, and Rodgers, and Drew Brees. I mean, no one's talking about Washington and Taylor Heineke gave the Bucks their best game. We had a chance to go into overtime on the final drive of the game, but it just didn't work out. But no one, no one wants to talk about that. Everyone's just like, "Oh, he went through Breeze and and he went through Rodgers and he went through Mahomes." But what about Taylor Heineke? Yeah, low key. Well, no, Rodgers played the best against them, but Heineke absolutely the second best against them. Um, I, I do see all the social media pages and stuff talking about all the team, like making those little fun graphics and stuff, and they leave Heineke out. I've noticed no, that too, and no it, and to be it bothers me a little bit. And homie just got his check. He yeah, just got I mean, re-signed, rightfully so, or just signed. I guess. Was yeah, yeah. He, he just got re-signed. Also, yeah. Eight, okay, eight yeah. million dollars. Good. He earned it. Absolutely earned it for it's sixty just... pass attempts. Man, awesome. <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah he deserves. No, it. but the but the Bucks the Bucks have a great team. They're gonna bring everybody back. I just saw how they Adrian Peterson wants to go play with Tom Brady in the Bucks. I mean, they're just gonna they're gonna reload. They're gonna sign a bunch of guys to a veteran minimum, and they're gonna run it back. That's yep. what they're gonna do. They, they probably they're definitely gonna be they're definitely gonna win that division. I'm yeah. sorry, no, but they're, they're, gonna they're probably gonna win the division. Really? Probably be like a two seed or a one seed, and they're gonna be tough to beat. It's hard to beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, especially if he's gonna end up hosting this year. He's gonna he host. He will host some playoff games. They, they he just the Bucks doesn't care. Yeah, they're. He doesn't care. He's he's hit the peak, and yeah, he's just chilling. He's like, it's just so easy for him. Yeah. So that's a that's a bummer. It's just a regular game. Unless you're a Tampa fan. Yeah, if you're a Tampa fan, if you're a real Tampa, a real Tampa fan that you watch them whenever they were four and twelve, two and fourteen, three and thirteen. James on that thirty for thirty. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of Tampa fans have come out of the woodworks this year. You know, I I know some real Tampa fans. And, you know, it's just like, of course, it's easy to come out being in Orlando. You know, everyone's like, oh, we can claim them. But 
Happy one. Florida. Appreciate shout out. Yeah, shout out to you guys who have stuck with the Bucks and you know fought through the bad years. You know, like people like shout out Blake Lemmy, shout out Jack Dixon, two people I know who were big time Bucks fans as long as I've known them. You know, stuck with true. the bad times. I hope you can enjoy the Super Bowl. That is true. Yeah, because the only reason I mean. We've been through the pain, you know, as, as sports fans being brought for our teams, we've been through our pain, man, you know, it just, man. and when it, did you succeed? <laughs> it's such a, it's such a feeling. It's, it's, it's an it indescribable feeling. But, so yeah. And I'm not going to talk. I'm a notified bandwagon. All right. College football <laughs> bandwagon right here. The biggest that they come. I have a new team every week, it but oh I, I, I have my loyalties. All right. I understand the, the I can't I can't understand yet how it feels whenever you've been loyal to a team and people are just jumping on. I hope to experience that soon with Washington, but it must be annoying. Yeah, it can happen. But hey, you know, cling to the team, enjoy the winning now. Yeah, good for Tampa, you guys earned it. Yeah, good for Tampa. Title Washington's count? coming next year. No, Washington's gonna take that back. District Washington. champions. But we won't talk about okay. that. Yeah, right. You... <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's not talk about that. Well, then I yeah. have. A Drew's clues early on. It's not really a question either. It's more of a cool stat. Um, this is the Super Bowl was the 14th occurrence where teams have faced each other in the regular season and in the Super Bowl in the same season. Okay. So the team that won in the regular season had a record of six and eight in the Super Bowl playing the same team. Okay. So interesting stat. I'm gonna take it from. It's not like obnoxiously, you know, significant, but it's kind of interesting how they play end up playing in. Usually the team that ends up losing in this regular season ends up winning the Super Bowl if they face the team. In the same season, of course. Yeah. I know the Bills did that with the Cowboys a few times. That's sick. Um, so I thought, yeah, that was interesting. I thought that was pretty cool. So, you know, it's not the worst thing you lose them in the regular season. That game doesn't matter as much. Yeah. And just... and, and we talked about it last week, a bad beat, uh, the field mm-hmm. rusher. The guy, mm. I, I mean, I didn't think it would be even possible, but what a genius move. I saw he put a $55,000 bet down to, or something yeah. like that, or like 5000 something to rush the field. What a genius move. I I might do that in my lifetime. I hope to be able to do it's that in my lifetime. It. Just put $100,000 on rushing the field, pull together a bunch of money from people, yep. my money, me and Andrew's money, whatever. And just be like, dude, let's just go take yeah. the night in jail. It's just a, it's just a quick little trespassing charge. It's not like yeah. you're going to be thrown in jail for a long time. They put you in jail overnight. You're trespassed from the stadium. Whatever, big if, deal. Yep. And if people get suspicious, just have a bunch of different people going to different casinos and placing the bets. Because otherwise, it's like, why are there so many? Why has the same casino had about ten bets of there's going to be a streaker <laughs> this yeah. year? You know, so don't make it so suspicious. But I think that would be worth the move for sure and worth the money if you can. Oh, that'd be so funny to see you running on the field too, Brad. Holy yeah, cow, what a spectacle that would be. Maybe maybe a Washington <laughs> Super Bowl when I'm there, you know, end of the game. We've already won. Me running up to Chase Young, just oh getting absolutely drilled by the security guard. <laughs> what fantastic. a view. You see you hitting that little head bob move, like, ooh. <laughs> a little Euro step. <laughs> That'd be funny. Well, hopefully you score on, like, the field rusher. I saw him slide short of the end zone. That was pretty upsetting too. Oh yeah, he you slid, gotta you short. gotta make a field to field. Yeah, come on, yeah, you got field to field for real. Gosh, <laughs> that's funny. All right, well and that's the football season. NFL man, it's over. Let's let's do a quick little. What's your next year's Super Bowl prediction? I'll I'll tell you mine. Mm-hmm. I got Washington mm-hmm. versus the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, I like a that. repeat, a repeat of the Super Bowl in nineteen ninety two. 
when we beat the living crap out of them. So <laughs> run it back. <laughs> <laughs> run it back. All right, that's a good pick. Um, I guess I'm gonna. I have to take the Bucks. I'd be surprised if they don't win the NFC East with yeah. the way Brady. You know. That, yeah. Well, the NFC East. NFC. Period. And I guess I'll do the um, the Ravens in the AFC if they can okay. get a, if they can get a receiver, and I think Lamar is going to figure out his throwing a little yep. more accurately. I think they can be a serious man. Problem. If they get a receiver, that will be a problem. Mm-hmm. So I'll do I'll do them. It's very early, so don't don't hold us to this, guys. Yeah, yeah. This is just for fun. It's just something <laughs> yeah. to throw out there for you guys. Yeah. And um, real quick, I got some Amber's Anarchy picks for you guys. You know, just some games to bet on this weekend. She's very good. She hits every game. Her record's impeccable. Take her picks. She's going to win. So it's Oklahoma over West Virginia, Villanova over Creighton, Wisconsin over Michigan, and Florida State over UVA. I promise you guys they're going to hit. They're great picks. Go make some money with Amber. Now on to what we got to focus on from here on out. It's college basketball. Andrew is on fire right now. I mean, I have not. It's been <laughs> college basketball is so frustrating. We told you guys it's so frustrating. But since Super Bowl Sunday, I am up about ninety dollars right now. Whew. I have been cooking my prop bets hit in the Super Bowl and I just ran from there. I've hit like I played I've been doing more single games. So Nick Duffy told me to do more his friends do a little more single games. So I've been doing some single games. I even been on some women's college basketball and those are hitting. I've made little parlays. I've I've just been cooking. I've been in two or three a night and it's it's such a feeling to know that all this watching and stuff and researching has paid off. Yep. I told you about Abilene Christian. I bet I bet them last night too. How they've been clobbering teams at home. They cover they, at home. They won by twenty nine last night. The spread mm. was eighteen. I mean, yeah. they, they were up forty at one point too. I mean, that was. Cool. I mean, the stats. The stats figure it out. It worked out. So that was yeah. I'm doing really well. Um, maybe I'll start actually posting some picks on our Insta page. Maybe we'll get us all paid. Yeah. Let's all eat. We might as well, might as and well. Uh, you know it's it's <laughs> it's true. I, I I'm a big fan of these little twelve team parlays where you throw a dollar to win ten grand. Yeah. They're all funny games, but you win more money by throwing it on the one or two teamers yeah. or the, sometimes the fours. Yeah. Like like last night I had a ten teamer, five college basketball, five tennis. What happens? It comes all the way down. I'm watching at midnight. Comes down to the final guy. He loses it for me. But I got all the college basketball ones right. I could have made probably thirty bucks on it. Like I should have just done that. So yeah. it's just it's come down to where you know it's just easier to because we know enough stuff to where we can get four teams right. Like exactly. it's not that hard. Exactly. It's the thing of the ten or twelve teams. Like there's some games you feel great about. You know they're gonna hit, and there's some other ones like it could hit, and then yeah. that's usually the ones damning you. So if you take the three four you love, and put some little more money to it, it'll be worth it. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll be the first to admit this. Duke sucks. I'm done. <sighs> I've wow, moved on from Duke. They're hear. not. They're not going to the tournament. Man, there, I said it. Here. Thank you, Brad. Damn, how are they going to be all these SEC teams in? Well, well, listen. We if we play an SEC schedule, I still stand by that. We would be number one in the SEC. That's... But it is what it is. We right. suck. We suck. It sucks, dude. And you guys might make the NIT, but Coach K is just going to opt out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn. This is uh, the UNC game. That was a, actually a pretty good game. I was surprised how well Duke played there. Um, even with Matthew fouling out early. Um, yeah, I don't – Notre Dame lost. That's unacceptable. How do you let Notre Dame score 93? Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So I, I, I mean, my God. Man. So, as I saw the stats, the first time since Duke has been under 500 since 1999. So, does that mean they've won every opening game since then? 
like the first game. It has to be right. Yeah. I didn't do enough research on that. I saw the ESPN crawler say that. So I was like, wow, that's actually a crazy stat. Then. Right. Yeah. They have I'm going to look into that. Look into that. <laughs> Cause then next year, betting wise, hammer them. Fucking yeah. Hammer them for that first game. I assume it's wow. usually a non-conference team, but like, well, yeah, they, still. they play like a crap team every year in the beginning. But so, but they usually get in that crazy. little tournament, like Michigan state and Kentucky and stuff. Um, yeah, that's early. So like maybe like, yeah, play like Gardner Webb before that or something. <laughs> huh. I don't know. That's interesting. Wow. So, yeah, Duke stinks. Uh, glad Brad admitted it. It feels good to hear, Brad. Yeah, first time in a long time. First time ever, probably. Dang. Yeah, all right. Well, um, yeah, we'll just move on to the next team. We're just kind of going team for team. Or any observations we've had. Um, Gonzaga's pretty good. I watched them. Uh, Gonzaga's really good. Gonzaga's <laughs> real good. I can't, again, we, we've said this before. I can't wait for Baylor or Gonzaga. They're going to meet up. They will play each yeah. other. I'd be surprised. They will play each other eventually. They will play each other eventually. It's going to be an absolute banger. Um, the center, Timmy, for Gonzaga. Drew Timmy, freshman. Yeah, Freshman? No way. Yeah. Dude, really? Yeah. Holy cow. That is dude, you got to watch his high school mixtape, dude. He's crazy. He bodies people, bro. Him and Kispert wearing the headbands he like was... it's AAU basketball? Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. They're just so clowning. Timmy with the – Probably the most disrespectful mustache of all time. This man does the little fingers across him when he gets like and ones. It's like, bro, I, it's like I don't want to stick you in the mouth, Timmy. Cut that crap out. But he's so good. He's just so <laughs> solid. That's wait. He might have. He might have been class of twenty nineteen actually. So still though, sophomore. He's giving him work. He seems sophomore, like a senior, so like center that Gonzaga would have, right? Just assume that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's him and him and uh, Jalen Suggs. I mean we can talk about them later, but they are together. They are terrifying. Yeah. Not to mention Nebhart or um oh, I can't think of the other guy's name. The other guard they have, but they're stacked. Gonzaga, uh, as John Rossi would say, the Final Four: Gonzaga, Baylor, and who are the other two? Yeah, fill in the two blanks. Those two have pretty much already punched their ticket to the Final Four. They're just no one's beating levels them. above them. Levels above the teams they're playing. It's ridiculous. All right, yeah, we can. Um, well, actually, well, I know a few teams that could beat them. Uh, Ohio State. Oh, what's going on with Ohio State? Um, they are quite possibly the most filled out team in the country. They actually might be. Did we talk about them last week? A little bit. We said Maybe. watch out for them. We said they're a sleeper for the tournament, but they're not a sleeper anymore. Like, wake the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, wake the fuck up. They are a one seed right now. Yeah. They are now a one seed. They are playing so well. They have. Every position filled out perfectly. They have so much depth. You just see a great backcourt. And that's the thing me and Brad great. talked about before. You got to have a great backcourt in March. Yeah. You have to. There's some There's some good teams out there. We're going to list a few in a little bit. But this team with C.J. Walker and Dwayne Washington, sheesh. Those guys and then CJ. Little in the middle. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. It, they got a sniper at Justin Arns, too, bro. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're no, they, perfect. they can shoot. They can shoot the three very good. And when that's not working, they can take you right to the rack and they can put it on your head. It does not matter. They have the big bodies. They can rebound. They play defense. They can run up and down the court and transition. I mean, there's nothing they cannot do. Nope. They're a very good team. I think it's Liddell also, Brad. Liddell, sorry. <laughs> not so good. But yeah, and CJ Walker, the FSU transfer. I should hate this guy, actually. Ohio <laughs> State and FSU. But he's shooting 96% from the free throw line. He has missed Whew. two all season. He's missed two Whew. free throws all season. So to have a guard when it's when it's coming down to free throw time and he can you pretty much automatic, you can automatic. put a house on it, that's that's a huge advantage, too. 
Yeah. They're a good team and they're handling business in the Big Ten who is, and adds a tough conference. Yeah, they, they're number three in the Big Ten and they quite possibly could be the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah, I agree. I threw a feature. Me and Parker threw features on them at plus 2,800 to win it all. And yeah, it I'm going to throw one at plus 18 now. It was such a good deal. Yeah, that's a steal. That's a steal. Just, you know, you never know. And they'll face Indiana on Saturday. So Indiana's coming off a double OT loss to Northwestern last night. Mm. Whatever that is. Um, so who knows? Indiana can be scrappy. But, yeah, keep an eye on Ohio State there. You got a future on Northwestern. Side note, to win um, – 250 bucks to win the Big Ten. <laughs> Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Anything can happen. That's, that's can I saw that. It was 500 to one. Andrew threw – I told him, I was like, throw, some, throw a buck on it. He threw 50 cents on it to win 250. Why not? <laughs> I mean, that's that's too big, right? Yeah, come, come on. on. <laughs> come on. Anything can happen. It's March. <laughs> that's true. All right. You got your, uh, your sleeper school. Our sleeper school. We both like the Buffaloes. Okay. Yeah, Colorado, even though Brad said one time. It's a fo- I'm, I'm much more of a Colorado football fan. Yeah, I take that back. Yeah, okay. I cool. take that back. Glad to hear. Yeah, um, my sleeper team, Colorado. I like Colorado. They're playing well in the Pac-12. Um, McKinley Wright, the fourth. Short? Mm-hmm. Six foot, Brad? Yeah, he's only six foot. Yeah, that dude's a dog, though. I like him. He's leading the team in points per game, too. I like him a lot. And not uh, that the height matters, you know, like dude can ball, but it comes down to it. People always like to talk about the height with point guards, but it's like uh, he's going to come after you. He's playing like he's 6'5". He really is. Yeah, I, I see him. Every time I turn a game on, it's him. Yeah. They're showing him. He's, he's, a, he's a beast. I'm a big fan of Colorado. Yeah, and I'm you know what you need in March? You need a guy like him in March because it comes down to great backcourts when you tournaments. If mm-hmm. you look at things like UConn when they had Kemba Walker go on that run, or Shabazz Napier, um, uh, who is it? The when Villanova went on their runs, they had good guard play. Just all around good guards win you a championship. Yeah, I agree. Um, so some of the good backcourts nowadays uh, start with maybe like Texas. I like their Coleman and uh, Andrew Jones. Those two are very solid. Yeah, pretty established too. I know they've been there for a few years. Um, side note too, I still can't believe Shaka Smart was voluntarily bald for all. These yeah, I, uh, that that has to be the most shocking storyline from the season that he <laughs> chose to be bald at yeah. BCU all those years. Yeah, that still bothers the hell out of me, and probably will for a long time. Just Forever. That is so so odd to me. All right, that was my yeah. side note. I had to say that. <laughs> what the hell. <laughs> The hell shock. I like him too. <laughs> yeah, he's a great coach. He is a great coach. All right. So, what other teams you got, Brady? For best I'll, um, yeah, we go back and forth. I got uh, Kansas, Marcus Garrett, and Ochai Abaji. I think is how you say his name. Okai Abaji. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Garrett could be the best defender in college basketball, and Ochai could be the one of the best scorers in college basketball. So they match each other perfectly. Um, Kansas, great coach. They have the big men in the middle, but with these two up top, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat them come March. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, and I got another one. I like LSU's backcourt, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, Javante Smart, he's pretty established, too. He can catch fire. And Cam Thomas, uh, he's a freshman. He's probably Oof. one of the best scorers in the country. Damn. I mean, he's just he's automatic from the free throw line, too. I think he broke, like, uh, someone's record at Oak. Oak Hill? Oak Hill, yeah. Oak Hill, yeah, I think he has, like, the scoring record at Oak Hill, and there's been a lot of good guys going through there, and I think he shattered that. So he's he's an absolute bucket. I've seen him. He's a fucking problem. So those two in the backcourt, I think they're pretty solid. No, Damn. You know, LSU, I don't know. They're weird. We'll see if they want to make yeah, it. Yeah, we'll they see if they want to make it. Yeah. 
Um, my next one, I got Creighton, Marcus Zagowski, who probably will win player of the year, and then Denzel Mahoney, which I don't know how you guard Denzel Mahoney. He's just way too big and way too fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can't stop him. And with Marcus having to take the um, one-on-one, you cannot guard that guy in a single coverage. You have to double him. If yeah. you're one-on-one with him, he will either blow by you or just pull up and hit some crazy shot. Yeah, Mahoney is quicker than he looks. That's for damn sure. Shout out yeah. Haggerty. He's a Haggerty guy. Yeah, coming out of Orlando. Shout out, Dude's He's unguardable. Body. He is unguardable, really, and he's got a nicer shot again than you would think. Yeah, and yeah. both of them play good defense. That's key too. That's that's true. That's true. All right, where do I, I'm gonna move on to Illinois? I actually like them, honestly. Come March, yeah. um, they're a pretty decent team with uh, Coburn and the other the other big guy they have. Kofi, but Kofi's unguardable. But. Yeah, Kofi's <laughs> unguardable. But yeah, with uh, Desumo, uh, they got Tim Frazier. They got um, Corbello and uh, yep. a decent freshman, Adam Miller. I think those guys, because Frazier can shoot it pretty well. He's a little lefty sniper. Corbello just runs the court so well as the pretty much the main point guard, you could say. Mm. And Io, Io just does it all. That guy's on incredible. Io, He's going to be a lottery offense, pick. Yep. Yeah, defense. I hope the Magic can get him, honestly. I would love him on the Magic. Yeah. That would be awesome. Shy Gillis Alexander vibes. For real though. Yeah, I do I do like Aya. Um I have the magic at him. That Illinois backcourt pretty loaded actually. Yeah. That their whole team is loaded. They're they're, they're gonna good. be a problem. It's a good team, yeah. I agree with that. They're second, I think, in the Big Ten right now, too. Yeah, they're they're very good. Yeah. And um another Big Ten team, um or is what West Virginia's Big Twelve, I'm sorry. Big uh, I mean, over there, right? <laughs> yeah. West like Virginia, it. Miles McBride and Taz Sherman. I mean, mm-hmm. two guys who can just, they're all over the place. You know, they're West Virginia is mainly led by forwards, but um, yeah. you know, the, these two guys, they can score at will. They can shoot really good. They play decent defense, but again, their shooting is what's going to help them, you know, take over and press Virginia. They're quick, feisty little guards. They'll poke the balls out. And um, also they have Jordan McCabe on the bench, honorable nice. mention. Yeah, so if you want to bring a, a pure shooter in, I mean, can't get much better than that. Yeah, Jordan McCabe's quick too. He's got some good core vision. Yeah. I do like him. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good team to keep an eye on. Um, obviously, I'm going to run back to Bama. I know I said it before they got ranked that they're kind of a pretty good team and now they're playing well. Well, they're not playing dominant ball, but they, they have a dominant team to they dominate can shoot you. Yeah. Dominantly. They can all shoot. They actually have some good size. Even their guards, Shackleford, JQ Jelly. Those guys aren't the biggest ones. Yeah. Josh Primo, uh, Primo, and then of course Petty, who's just a killer. Yeah. Dude, he, I mean, he's a little inconsistent. I've noticed too, but um, I think that's if a he's hot, if Bama's hot, it's over. The tournament's over. done. It's over. You don't. Doesn't matter who you're guarding. If that shot's going off, it's going in. Yeah. That's the only problem with them, which I, you know. Hate to see them succeed. Unfortunate, but yeah, that is unfortunate. But they're a good team, and Nate Oates will probably win SEC Coach of the Year. Yeah, the way they're going right now. So yeah, they got they got a good guard, but they just have a good team. They do. <laughs> they do have a good team. And um, another another final team for me is uh, UConn with James Bonite. Uh, obviously, he's been hurt, but James Bonite's a guy who can give you forty points on any given night, any moment. Mm-hmm. And along with Tyrese Martin and RJ Cole, who are now getting playtime because he's been out. That backcourt is going to be terrifying if they're able to make it to the tournament. And if Boat Knight's fully healthy, he's going to be a problem. He's going to have a couple 30, 40 point games. Yeah, I do. If he can come back around, he can make a late burst. Even in, like, you know, like uh, what you're saying with um, Kemba Walker, you know, just running the table in the Big East tournament and somehow, yeah. you know, punching their ticket there. That could be the way to do it, too. Yeah, it's but like, it's like, what do we like? It just they, depends if he comes back. 
Yeah, they've clearly missed him, though. So oh, yeah. It. They've clearly missed him. Yeah, I'll do my last pick. Uh, Baylor, obviously. It's yeah. hard to hype them up now. I realize this because, like, they're, they're just so good, good, period. So it's not They even have like, nine guys on their team who can ex- play anywhere. Exactly. Like, it doesn't even matter that they have good guard play. Like, their team's just good. But Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell mm. and Teague, those are three great guards. I know Mitchell, like, he kind of comes off the bench here and there, but he puts in some really good time. Jared Butler's really raising his draft stock the way he's been playing. He's just Jared Butler is like James Harden. For real though. For real though, bro. He's, he's unbelievable. Just, he is unbelievable. He's just a bucket. He's the guy you go to, you go get a basket for us. Go ahead. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. So I think that they're they're rounding out. Obviously you know they're a very good team, but their their guard play is impressive enough to note. Yeah. And uh you know like you said the weather's getting warmer. March is coming. Something else is hot in here though, Andy Paige Buchers from Beckers. UConn. Beckers, whatever her name is. No, it's fine. Yeah, no. You can just call her Paige Buckets, honestly. Paige Buckets. She is incredible. And I've been watching most of the UConn games because they're a fun team to watch. You know, I've watched a few women's basketball here and there. But you can when you watch the UConn games, they're clearly on a different level than mm-hmm. any other women's team. It's unbelievable the way they move the ball and how well-coached they are. Obviously well-coached. Yeah, legend. But, um, I watched the UConn versus South Carolina game, one versus two, and South Carolina finally was number one, and then UConn beat them in OT, mm. which is a, that was a real good game, actually. But yeah, Paige is on a six games. She's had six games in a row, 22-plus points, and three wow. of those games in a row, she had 30-plus. Jesus. I mean, she's a bucket. She was, the way she was giving out buckets, bro. She sent that game to OT practically. She had two back-to-back big buckets, tough buckets, too. And then in overtime, just took over. And she, she would cook. She would cook a majority of the men's college basketball players. Honestly, she would. She would destroy me. She would take. She my could. Ankle. She could. She could start on a majority of college basketball teams. Yeah, she is that good. NCAA. She is that good though, and her and her, and it's a little underrated. Doesn't get because so much with these points and stuff, but her her court vision. Yeah. And her assist game. Is incredible. That's probably one of her yeah. best parts of her game, honestly. People don't talk about women's basketball enough. You know, it doesn't get the publicity, but she's a generational talent. She could go down as the greatest ever. She's yeah, that exactly. good. She is that good. I absolutely agree with that. Unbelievable. Yeah. And a- another funny thing, this weekend, we have a little gambling group message called the Gambling Corner. Um, we added Josh Losh in there because he wanted to, uh, you know, be a part of it, start throwing some money around. Yeah, um, the group message has club, never... Josh has never been so strong. I yeah. mean, talk about a shift of energy. Oh, man, yeah, ever since Josh joined that, that's when my hot streak started, I swear. I swear, yeah. Josh joined, and we're cooking now. We're all cooking. Brad even hitting some last night. Yeah. A little low I mean, hockey one and stuff. Yeah, Josh, shout out Josh, welcome. And Tice is the only other person in there besides me and Brad. Yeah, it's not a bigger <laughs> message, but. <laughs> that's fine. We're happy to add Josh. So, should we sound off Josh's parlay? Since he's yeah, he gave us a little. He gave us a little soccer parlay. If you guys want yeah. to do it, one of the games already won, but the rest of them are throughout the weekend. So if you want to throw it on there, throw some money. We threw a couple bucks on it. We're hoping yeah, well, to win. Why not? I trust Josh. Uh, do you want me to sound it off, or you got it? Yeah, read it off. All right. Yeah. So we got um. So today, Bayern Munich already won. Bayern Munich. Bayern. Thank you. See, I see. That's why I didn't want to do this one. <laughs> These <laughs> names are hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to butcher one of the first one. Well, I can do these. These are easier. Uh, so I'll just Manchester let you butcher City <laughs> Over Tottenham. Yeah, really. 
Uh, Manchester United over West Brom. Uh, Chelsea over Newcastle. Atletico Madrid. I nailed that, didn't I? Over Granada? CEF? Yeah, something like that. Okay, all right. CEF. We just clearly don't watch much soccer. That's why we're happy to have Josh inform exactly. us a little bit. Um, FC Barcelona over Alaves. Mm, man, I hate myself for this shit. And Aston Villa over Brighton? Britain? Man, yeah. come on. Right. I think it's Brighton. I think Brighton. it's Brighton. Okay, jeez. I apologize for that, guys. Jeez yeah. Louise. Those oh, it's a brutal. good little parlay. We'll, we'll get better. We'll get better. I'll start. Well, actually, now i got to watch some soccer. I have a little money. No, I won't watch it. I'll just throw yeah. it in there and blindly. I'll let Josh watch for me. That's... <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thank you, Josh. So now we have um, you call me the college basketball guy. Brad's the tennis guy and the hockey guy, and Tice yep. is the guy you fade. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's unnecessary. That's unnecessary. I'm sorry, Tice. No, Tice is a UFC guy. I was just kidding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the uh, bust Tice's balls. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Josh, for those locks. So if you guys want to try those out before the weekend starts, uh, try them out. We trust Josh. He knows a lot more than we do. That's for sure. He's got evidence behind yeah. all the picks. Exactly. Oh, and since we're just talking about other sports that we usually don't dive into, women's gymnastics is hot right now. Uh, Gators are number Gators are number one in the country, and they are. That's why we're talking about it, really, because Gators are number one in the I country. Note, I have to note that. I have to note that because I watch them every Friday. I mean, don't get me wrong. Women's gymnastics is harder than every other sport known to mankind. Like, it's crazy the stuff that they do. It just yeah. doesn't get the media coverage, you know, that exactly. it's, it's besides the Olympics. And it, Yeah, and it should because I watch, I watch it every Friday. It's actually I look forward to it, honestly, because how good they are. It's unbelievable. I, mean, I couldn't even – I couldn't even get up on that bar. I couldn't grab these things. <laughs> I, could, I would if – I, if I even tried, I'm in the hospital for a good month. I mean, these. these if I jumped from as high as they do and landed, I would break my ankle. Yep. It, yep. No shot. I'm not even going to attempt it because they're so incredible. But yeah, the Gators, Gators are the best in the country, and it's hard for me to judge, you know, because when they take off points, I have no idea what they're taking points off for. Yeah. It's like, what does it even mean? But it's it like looks good to me. So good. But yeah. the how crisp and solid the Gators are compared to the other schools they go against, I see the difference. I see how good the Gators gymnastics is. Uh, I love watching them. They play LSU this week. Um, so that Libby Dunn girl on uh, oh, TikTok, TikTok yeah. she's done. She's Gator bait, period. She's, she's insane, done. though. She might fuck y'all she's up. She's pretty good. No. I You know, I saw a few weeks. They've had, like, the freshman of the week. Yeah. The last two or three weeks LSU has. Don't matter. Gator's got Trinity Thomas. She's a monster. I watched her live get a perfect 10. Last okay. week she had, like, a 39.7. And the most you can get in the four events is 40. Huh. So she's cracked. Um, is it, yeah, this Gator Gymnast is a credible team. They're fun to watch. Peep them on ESPN on Fridays. They're fun to watch. I had to hype them up a little bit. Yeah, no. Uh, the Australian Open, to finish it off, I hate the Australian Open. <laughs> Why am I sitting up in my bed watching a game cast of two these two dudes? My parlay last night came down to the final one. Tristy Papas from Greece. Um, great player, but he choked. He choked the set. I had the set minus two. First set, he lost. So, whatever, dude. Like, get a grip on your life, man. God. You're the number five player in the country, and you're losing to a no-name guy in the first round. You go all that way to Australia. Just to- <laughs> yeah. 
That's funny. Yeah, it's still early in the rounds. Like I think the third round's starting today a little bit. Um, the hours are crazy. So if you tune in, they usually start around like seven, but like the primetime games are probably at like two in the one in the morning. Yeah. So if you're a real fan, you're gonna get up. I know last year me and Parker got up for those games, and honestly, worth it. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty because once you get later in the rounds, obviously these are tighter. But like once you get in like the final eight, does some good tennis. That's some real good tennis. And uh, Sophia Kennan um, of the USA, defending champ from last year, got upset in round two. So that's a that's a bummer. I'm always rooting for the Americans. And Jokovic plays another American who the last American guy took him to four sets, which was decent. He was playing competitive. He had a little swagger to him. I was I, I was juiced up on him. Yeah, I was excited to watch him. Obviously, you're gonna knock Jokovic off. Got a you got to bring it the whole time, and Djokovic is just so cool, calm, and collected. He wasn't really attacking either. It was just kind of letting him wear himself down. So, But yeah. my my pick for the Australian Open to win it all for men's is Medvedev. All right, fair enough. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with uh, Djokovic because I just know nothing else except that he's good. All right, good pick. Yeah, the round yeah. three starts today. So we had to touch upon that. Feel free to tune to that. There's some good tennis. It's not as boring as you would think. It's actually pretty entertaining. No, it's interesting, especially when you bet on it. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty cool. And don't bet against Americans like Brad. Well, it works. <laughs> it works, oh, but okay. okay. Damn. <laughs> I can't argue with that, though. I cannot like, argue I, with that. I, I don't... Argue I, with that. Like, I don't, I don't owe... You know, I don't owe America anything as far as betting-wise, you know? Like, okay, You're cool, bad. I live here. Oh, my god. I'm gosh. not a... I'm not some diehard patriot. I will never bet against an American. Well, come on. I can't do it. But you're rooting against them. Well, I'm not going to pick an inferior yeah, opponent. Okay, okay, Brad. Okay, Brad. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mr. America over oh, here. My Mr. America. <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh, bro. I mean, I rep that. I rep that flag. Can't yeah. Be that. Oh, I can tell. I can't root. <laughs> 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 horrible <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's whatever i um this is what i'm thinking for march madness guys i i, I talked to andrew about it a little bit i want to go rent i want to go rent an airbnb on the beach nice little beachfront property doors open the nice oh. florida beach breeze blowing in me and andrew bring about five tvs we get a couple of our buddies get some tvs our xbox is set up we do a march madness from friday to monday the first weekend, we do a live stream. We're streaming the whole day. We're betting. We're just having a good time. We're freaking out about the games. Would you guys want to see that? Let us know on our Instagram if you'd want to see that or be a part of it. We can throw in, get a nice house on the beach, big vibes, and just enjoy college basketball for what it is. Hella TVs. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, feel free to let us know if you guys would like to see that or join it. That could be a lot of fun, actually. Could be a lot of fun. I, I get with COVID, and you know what? We'll do. We'll make sure everyone gets COVID tested before you go in. That's a priority if you want to come to the house. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to come off as insensitive about it because I'm just as concerned as everybody else. So we'll do the whole procedure. You know, you got to quarantine a little bit. You got to get COVID tested. It'll be a safe. It'll be like a bubble, a March Madness bubble. That's what we'll do. A let's get bias bubble. Nice. I like that. That'd be kind of sick. That would be pretty sick. That'd be a good time. Yeah. Sponsored by Dogecoin. Oh so make sure you go buy Dogecoin. Use code Brad Herb. And check us out on Instagram at Let's Get Bias. Yeah, guys. That's, that's, and if you buy it, don't sell it. Don't sell it. It'll be worth the wait. Come on. Me and Andrew are in at such a low price. And you know what? We've been looking. When it goes up, it goes back down to like seven cents. Our average price is one cent. Why would we sell it and then buy back in it when we can just hold it 
And I see all these tweets about people with Bitcoin. They're like, it was 2010. They're like, oh, I just sold my Bitcoin when it hit 50 cents. And now it's worth 32 grand. Me and Andrew are going to be retired in seven years because of Dogecoin, <laughs> all right? So you guys do what you want. I'm telling you to buy it and hold it. If you got people like Elon Musk talking about currency of the future and stuff, I mean, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty significant. That's a good point. I trust Elon. He just took Bitcoin out of his bio too on Twitter. Hey, Wonder let him put in Dogecoin next. in his bio. Let him let put, put Dogecoin. <laughs> let him put that there. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, good show. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed it and tell us uh, any way we can improve on the next show. All right. Peace out, y'all. Peace.